Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. That's right. Your ride is about to begin. Actually, it's already begun. Hello, everyone. I'm Fred Staub, and the other guy you're about to hear is none other than Les Jackson. How that you doing, Les? Be, that would be me, and how are you doing, Fred? It's, uh, it's another day in the auto industry, and, of course, <laughs> that means all new information. Yeah, it sure does, Les, and uh, we've got a lot of it, and a lot of reveals this week. Of course, uh, the heavy-duty pickup trucks got a big reveal. And uh, the biggest of them all, I guess, is is Ford from Ford because uh, the new Super Duties are here. And uh, we're going to tell you all about it. Brand-new gas engine. Of course, the diesel still in the lineup. Lots of towing capability and a whole lot more, right? Absolutely, uh, along with some of their competitors. And uh, we're going to also tell you which manufacturer has more EVs uh, in its lineup than any other. Yeah, we'll tell you about that. And um, who is betting on the hydrogen future? A lot of people haven't been talking about that, but uh, now some are. And it could be a big deal for future heavy trucks and maybe even cars, right? It could be. Could be. I, I predict for cars, we're going to see a lot of propane use, too. Interesting. Interesting uh, prediction. That's for the future. And uh, new models. New models. New pricing. Uh, we got it. I got a lot of it. So, uh, you know, you better sit down and, <laughs> and take an aspirin when you hear the prices. Yeah, that is true. Uh, we've got a lot of pricing. Uh, Nissan, Mitsubishi, Kia, and a whole lot more. So we'll we'll tell you about that. And then uh, we're going to talk tech. A steering wheel just for you, Les Jackson. Your own personal. Hmm. Uh, okay. Do I, get a, <laughs> do I get a vehicle with it or just no, the wheel? No, that's optional. And extra. Oh, uh, well, that's a way to keep the price down. And I am going to have uh, an at-the-wheel review of the Ford Lightning, the electric pickup truck. Um, and it's pretty cool. It's, uh, I got to say, it's pretty now, cool. Now, I have to ask, how many people offered to uh, buy this from you? Uh, two, two, people, <laughs> two people came up to me in the course of the week I had it and, uh, and offered to buy it. When's the last time that happened with a press vehicle, that somebody offered to buy it? Uh, wow. It goes way, way back. It happened when they launched the, the VW Beetle back in the late 90s. Okay. Viper. Viper, right? You never uh, oh, sold Oh, and the Maverick. Any. The Maverick just a few months ago. Fortunately, you didn't sell any of them because <laughs> they well, don't belong to you. So I'd be talking to you from the Gray Bar Hotel. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't want you doing that because we've got a whole hour of great automotive information coming up. 
The name of the show is Cruise Control. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We will be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back. Les, you take it. Why don't you? (laughs) I'll take it. Welcome back to Cruise Control. That was Fred. I'm Les. You know us. And um, we're going to start. Uh, with something big, <laughs> which, and you can't get much bigger than the Ford Super Duties, um, and you can't get much more rugged than the Ford Super Duties. And the 2023 uh, is saying, and I'm I'm quoting the uh, the PR people's writing, <laughs> uh, built like never before. Well. Uh, I'm sure that's true. I mean, let's uh, it's, sure it is. Let's kind of delve into it because uh, super duties are built to work. They're built to tow, which means they probably have huge uh, torque numbers and all that. So yep. uh, everything from the F-250 pickup to the F-600 utility truck are considered super duties. You can go beyond yeah, right. that. I don't know what it what is that an ultra super duty, the uh F750 and the F Yeah, they that. can basically you can, you know, tow a small planet you know, <laughs> with with these. Um I mean they're built to do really heavy stuff uh, and a lot of towing. I just uh, coming back from upstate New York a week ago, I saw a lot of trucks towing horse, tra- big horse trailers, big um, mobile or either either vacation type mobile homes or big mobile homes, and, you know, and towing them at seventy five miles an hour yeah. on the interstates, and it just effortlessly. Yeah, yeah, and they they pass you by. Yeah. A lot of them were dualies, I'm sure, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. And most of them were Fords. All right. Well, let's take a look at some of the new things here. Uh, There's a new standard 6.8 liter engine, V8 gas engine with more more low end torque, uh, making uh, starting on steep grades and merging into highways easier. They still got the Godzilla 7.3 liter V8, which is the best gas horsepower and torque. And then, of course, probably the most popular engine in this uh, category, the 6.7-liter Power Stroke V8 diesel uh, that can go longer intervals between oil change changes to stay on the job longer. So they've done a little bit of tweaking to that. Um, what do you think they do to make it uh, go longer uh, between oil changes? Do you think it's, they do anything different, or are they just do more got testing? To- it's got to run cleaner because uh, what makes your oil need to be changed is dirt and soot well, uh, in the oil. And then there's also a new high output 6.7 liter power stroke V8 diesel with a unique turbo and upgraded exhaust manifolds and unique tuning to get the best horsepower and torque of its class. Um, so they've, they've, yeah. they've, wicked it up a bit haven't they they ha- they have and uh, they all use the 10 speed uh, torque shift automatic that's what ford calls it um i'm kind of surprised at that i it seems to me that the the, the fuel mileage um addition you get with the 10 speed is in a big truck 
is marginal. And I always think that a that an eight speed or a, even a six speed is is more rugged, but I'm probably wrong. Well, I I guess you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, no, I don't know. Ten speeds. Um, hey, they build one transmission, and that's what they're going to do. I guess no more manuals, right? Oh no way! Yeah. Uh, the, you know those days are <laughs> are gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about some of the cool tech that's on board, including onboard scales with Smart Hitch. It estimates the cargo weight in real time and provides guidance on trailer tongue weight distribution directly on that's, the touchscreen. That's pretty cool, right? That is really cool, especially for, you know, not, uh, less than highly experienced people. Well, here's another thing that's great, and I don't know why they don't have this on tractor trailers, but 360-degree trailer camera system. It provides a bird's-eye view, uh, and it makes maneuvering trailers in tight spaces much better. Yep. Why don't they I, have uh, this on a tractor trailers? I, I, it should be mandatory. Uh, and, you know, the technology's there. It's just it's optical, digital. Right. Uh, I had this on the Ford Lightning, and I wasn't towing anything, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. And, of course, luxurious interior interiors. I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh, long ago, well, not long ago, but certainly, you know, 15 years ago or so, trucks turned into full-time offices. Yeah, uh, that is right. Well, we're going to talk more about the Super Duties when we come back. And some more heavy duties from some other manufacturers. So stay tuned to Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. It's Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride, Les Jackson. Mm -hmm. Talking a little bit about the Ford Super Duty, right? That's... Uh, Big news and a big vehicle. Uh, some of their great stuff that they have, um, you know, big trucks, but they have all the uh, features of a car. And plus, they have things like intelligent adaptive cruise control with stop and go and lane centering. Uh, another neat thing they have is trailer navigation, which um, you can plot routes um, that, you know, might... Uh, if you if you didn't know about it, you might rip the top of your trailer off. But this will <laughs> it happens plot routes uh, that are safe for trailers and and you know maybe a larger load. So the good stuff, right? It really is. Um, Ford says that their goal is to leave drivers with zero blind spots, which is really important. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. And uh, as I say, I don't know why they don't put more of this stuff on uh, tractor trailers because, uh, you know, it seems like this would be uh, something that you want to have have on a tractor trailer, especially yeah. backing up. Right now they do stuff where, well, you go outside and you throw a glove down and look at it in your mirror. Seems kind of out of date, doesn't it? It does. You're you're leaving it uh, up to the to the individual driving. We don't you don't know what the level of training is, how long they've been on the job. Yeah. Um, and they're on the roads with all the other 
cars, SUVs. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about the HD Silverado because it was a big week down in Texas. And, of course, uh, Chevy didn't want to be left out of the party when it comes to heavy duties. There's always a big battle uh, between Chevy and and Ford. It's been going on for years. Uh, And uh, what have they done? Well, they pumped up the power of their Duramax 6.6 liter V8 diesel, more horsepower and torque. Uh, And then their 10-speed is standard, 10-speed automatic on both the 6.6 gas and the 6.6-liter Duramax turbo engines. Interesting. Both the same displacement, one gas, one uh, diesel, right? That is true. And um, I am quite sure that in a head-to-head competition, um, these trucks, you know, fare very well with their competitors. I mean, they... It's the most important part of the vehicle business. And looky here, uh, a new new technology for trailering, uh, which includes four newer enhanced features designed to inspire confidence. Um, <laughs> well, you know, this <laughs> seems like they both got each other's press releases, doesn't it? Uh, yes. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure. I, somehow, I think that has always been the case. Yeah. Uh, and even little features like this, uh, new audio control knobs to help uh, strike the ideal balance between physical and digital controls. <laughs> you mean like this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, GM has also uh, offered an array of trailering technologies, adaptive cruise control with trailer which is, I think, a great feature to have if you have a trailer. Yep. Enhanced transparent trailer, which expands the current transparent technology by allowing it to work with fifth wheel and goosenecks. It's as if the trailer disappears, you can see behind it. Isn't that neat? Which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, and, And very important. Once again, also something that would be great to see on tractor trailers. Wouldn't that, uh, wouldn't that be great? Uh, yeah, uh, all of these things, you know, the Department of Transportation should be mandating. Uh, but I'm, but I'm sure there's an American Trucking Association lobbyist probably living within a few blocks of me <laughs> that says keep it. Trying old to make school. sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, um, and then they have a trailer blindside alert zone. So. If you're uh, trailering or on the blind side and pulling in, you can see what's going on. So, uh, Also, they have a a GCW alert, warns drivers if the vehicle and trailer weight exceeds the vehicle's gross combined weight rating. It's so funny. They both, Ford and uh, GM, seem to be in lockstep. But then again, there is Ram, and Ram brought out a heavy duty this week. A little bit different. This is the Ram Heavy Duty Rebel. It was revealed at the State Fair of Texas. Um, Again in Texas. Yeah, uh, State Fair of Texas usually is held in Texas. It's um, it's a good place I, most to hold of, it. Most years. Uh, that's <laughs> what the big. That's what the big tall uh, cowboy statue. Big right? Tex. Big, big Tex. Tex. Yeah, Big Tex is the guy. Yeah. So. Um, 
This is a uh, 2023 Ram 2500 Heavy Duty Rebel. It's p- positioned uh, between the Laramie and the Power Wagon. And uh, this has the standard 6.4 liter Hemi V8 and an optional 6.7 liter Cummins turbo diesel. 410 horsepower, 429 pound-feet of torque. Probably not going to win with the, those torque numbers. Uh, but No. Uh, that's um, the gas, but but the diesel has 370 horsepower, 850 pound-feet of torque. Now we're talking. Yeah, that's a little bit better. Um, and, you know, Rebel was always kind of a... Um, I won't call it a uh, cost conscious, but it's sort of like a sporty, you know, blacked out look yeah. in the front. Uh, very popular in the 1500. So it's interesting to see this come up on the 2500. Um, and, uh, you know, do they have new towing capability as far as technology? Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, well, probably, but maybe they're just a little bit behind Ford and, uh, Chevy. Yeah. Um, I don't really, I I have not seen any notable new technologies, but uh, you can be sure they're not far away. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. That's for sure. Okay. Well, um, let's move on to our next story, which is a little bit different than what we've been talking about, a little bit different than the uh, heavy duty pickup trucks. Um, This is some interesting information about the hydrogen future. Now, some uh, manufacturers uh, like uh, Honda and um, Toyota have been really looking to hydrogen for the future, and I believe uh, Hyundai is also looking at it for the future. Hyundai's actually made a hydrogen uh, fuel cell truck. Yeah, uh, heavy-duty truck, right? uh, Actually, three years ago. And, you know, what's interesting, a lot of people don't know it, but Hyundai is one of the biggest trailer manufacturers for tractor-trailers. Uh, so it makes sense that they'd want to make something that tows for it too, right? Sure. Um, so uh, this is an interesting team up. It's an article in Automotive News. Borg Warner and Riken are looking into developing parts for hydrogen engines. So these are suppliers, and they're looking into uh, – they're both known for transmissions and turbochargers. So they're looking into building um, – Parts for potential hydrogen engines, which tells you one thing: there's going to be hydrogen power engines coming out without question. Yeah, um, a fuel cell answers the battery problem. Yeah, um, and uh, you know it's a it's a clean technology. It it also allows for very quick refueling. Uh, of course, uh, we were talking about Hyundai. They had the N Vision. Uh, 74 concept with 679 horsepower. So that's pretty stout. Pretty serious. Yeah. We always talk about this. What would it take to run a an engine right now in a vintage car on hydrogen? Could it be done? Oh, sure. Sure. Uh, you can run them on hydrogen or propane or uh, natural gas. Um, you've got to, of course, create a new intake um, you know, not not a carburetor as such um, to just meter the fuel. Now, of course, modern engines you can just run the the gas through the injector, and I mean gas as in 
Yes. <laughs> well, we'll talk more about this when yeah. we come back on Cruise Control. Stay tuned. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. Welcome back. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Fred and I were talking about hydrogen-powering engines, not just fuel cells, but taking older engines, older technology, and running hydrogen in it, which you can do. It's flammable. Boy, is it flammable. Um, and uh, these these aftermarket suppliers are working this out. Um you know, a lot, just uh, there's some modifications that have to be made to an engine, but you can do it. It's been done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, will it be done in the future? I think it will. Uh, I think so. Uh, because, uh, you know, it, it's a great way to keep um, keep the technology going, internal combustion going, and keep it clean, right? That's right. Uh, we've got hundreds of millions of internal combustion engines, and they've got to be—they'll be around for twenty or thirty years. Yeah. Um, so something can run them. You've been to a warehouse where the uh, forklifts run on—that's generally natural gas running the the or, internal combustion engine, or propane, I guess, right? Or propane. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if the uh, suppliers are getting involved, that means that they're definitely going to be uh, building something. Yep. <laughs> Somebody. What do you, what do you think it would cost if you had a you know mid-year Corvette, for, for instance? Uh, you know, I don't know. I'll, I'll say five thousand dollars. I'll just I, throw it. I'm, it's probably sounds about right. Um, I'm going to see if I can research that. Yeah, that's your homework less for the next week. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's take a look at some of the pricing on some new vehicles here, uh, Les. And uh, let's start with the uh, Mitsubishi Outlander plug-in hybrid. And this is a bit of a deal. I'll, I'll explain why. It's priced from 39845 And uh, typically, when you see... It goes this way, regular SUV, low 30s, hybrid right. SUV, uh, about 39 to 40, plug-in hybrid, you're looking closer to 50, typically. Uh, that's just a rough rule of thumb when it comes to uh, electrified vehicles uh, yep. in, this, in this segment. But this is starting at 39,845, um, and it, it is a... Uh, it sounds like sort of a deal to me. It it, it is got the updated Outlander front end, and you get uh, thirty eight miles of electric range. So it is up there as far as that goes uh, when it comes to plug in range. I mean, some some have as low as sixteen. Uh, this has uh, thirty eight, which you can do uh, a lot of traveling with that, can't you? Well, and you can also uh, recharge the uh, Mitsubishi on the engine by, from the engine itself. Now, of course, you're not saving any money doing that, but if you need to recharge for whatever reason, uh, just put it on charge mode. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, this does have uh, the super all-wheel drive control system utilizing the gasoline engine for the front drive wheels and a standalone rear-mounted motor to drive the rear axle. Uh, the front, 114 horsepower. The rear, 134 horsepower. 248 combined. Not huge numbers. 332 pound-feet of torque. Not bad at all. Not bad. Yeah. The uh, front engine is uh, interesting that it only gets it, – it, it is a 2.4-liter uh, four-cylinder Atkinson cycle gasoline engine. But you would think it would have more horsepower than that, don't you? Well, yeah, but uh, you'll f they find they just you don't need it. Yeah, if, okay. If you have the boost of the electric motor. Yeah, all right. Interesting, interesting stuff. And uh, starting once again at a, weird to say this, but affordable, thirty nine thousand eight forty five. Thirty nine thousand eight forty five. There you, there you go. Not, not, uh, not the. Uh, you know, number that you would have thought I would have said in the past was an affordable number, right? Uh, yeah, uh, affordable is is one of those relative statements. Yes, uh, but uh, we'll be talking more about this vehicle and hopefully be driving it in the future. Uh, let's take a look at the Nissan Area. This is a uh, vehicle that you and I have been talking about for a while, and it is the. Uh, uh, fully electric crossover from the folks at Nissan, sporting that two-tone paint, as it always does. Uh, Nissan, I think, was the one that started that trend of the two-tone paint. Beautiful-looking vehicle. Reminds me of the time when the Murano was released, and everyone was like, wow, look at that. Yep. So uh, it has a bit of that style. Love the wheels. Um, so there are six different grades of this vehicle. Um, and they come in different battery sizes, front-wheel drive, or the E-Force. That's with the number 4, 4-O-R-C-E, uh, for the electric uh, vehicle. And uh, you can sp pick six grades of this. So that's that's kind of unusual these days to have that many different It models. is. It is. Yeah. So... Um, the uh, there's a 63 kilowatt hour hour battery or an 87 kilowatt hour battery, and uh, with that larger battery, you can have up to a 304 mile range, which is is pretty good these days, isn't it? It is pretty good, um, and of course the the uh, the models uh, get progressively pricey. Yeah, they do. Let's uh they start out at a uh <coughs> somewhat affordable 43,190. Okay. And uh, that is for the engage with the smaller battery. Uh and then uh, they move on up, let's say to the Evolve Plus front wheel drive 50,190. The Premier front wheel drive is 54,690. And then you drop down a little bit for the Engage uh, Force, E-Force, 47,190. So in a sense, uh, you're, you are well under 50 for, for the Engage well, with, you the are, smalls, yeah. with the smaller battery. Um, 
But uh, but then uh, if you go for the whole deal, all the way at the top, the Platinum Plus E Force with the large battery, sixty thousand one ninety. Okay, now I'm going to say something really weird. These days, that's not a huge price for a well-equipped all-wheel drive vehicle that can get 300 miles of range, is it? That's true, but it is a, a fairly compact vehicle. Yeah, I, I would say, what, would you say it's the size of the Murano? Uh, I think a little bit, well, I'd say more like the Rogue. Oh, really? You think it's uh, a rogue? I think it's well. Do we have do we have any specs on the? Uh, uh, I don't length think... and no. I'll have to check. Yeah, yeah. Interesting though. Interesting stuff. Um, and it, uh, I think it's one of the most beautiful vehicles that it's uh, quite nice looking. Yeah. So uh, pretty cool stuff from uh, from the folks at Nissan. Just a ton of new vehicles this week, Les, with pricing. Um, we can keep going on them. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, well, uh, Lexus has brought out their NX. I don't think we have pricing on this, but they have a couple of different uh, models of it, uh, including um, plug-in hybrids, uh, a hybrid uh, and electric in one, horsepower and hybrid and electric in one, um, do we have a number on that? No, I don't think we do. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's just new models coming out left and right. It's almost like a floodgate open. Yep. Well, it's that time of year. Yeah, it is that time of year. And, uh, I, you know, cool stuff, cool stuff. We're going to have more, uh, in the next hour too, as well from Kia and, uh, some other manufacturers, Subaru, um, and uh, a couple of different things from Kia this week. The believe it or not, they still make the Rio. <laughs> they do. If, if you want a uh, if you want a very affordable vehicle that uh, that won't break the bank, that might be uh, something to look at, right? Very, you know, um, it, once again, you're using that word affordable. <laughs> uh, in a in an interesting manner, I um, I guess I guess yeah. Since the average price for a vehicle out there is forty six thousand seven hundred, I guess that is affordable. Yeah, well, everything's relative. Everything's relevant. But uh, you know, uh, you can get down pretty low with a Kia Rio. So cool stuff. Hey, when we come back, Les is going to have an at-the-wheel review of the Ford Lightning. I can't wait to hear his take on it. So stay tuned to Cruise Control. is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. You know us. I'm Les. He's Fred. I am going to tell you all about uh, what I drove uh, in our At The Wheel segment. This time it's the Ford Lightning. That's the electric pickup truck that uh, you can't order <laughs> because because the orders they're way behind the orders are sold out 
Wow. For the year. And they're estimating maybe by spring you'll be able to order one. So let me tell you why uh, everybody wants one of these things, because it really is a serious truck. Um, and first, uh, I'll just give you the, the normal things. The appearance is uh, 150 um, but of course, the front it d- it doesn't have a grill. Grill. It it actually has a grill kind of like. a black. Uh, it's a blacked out area, but it looks grilly. <laughs> grilly is that a word? It is now. Yeah, um, grilly. It, you know, it, you, you don't feel like it looks really different. Um, so, uh, mine was red, as as it should be. <laughs> um, <laughs> with a dark gray why, interior. Why should it be red? <laughs> because it's a it's a lightning. It should either be black or red. Oh yeah, you mean going back to the old days? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, on the on the outside, this this thing was uh, fully equipped. Uh, now uh, I've had to put together the price because this was a production prototype, and the Monroney the sheet just says not for sale, and there are no no numbers, no price numbers. Okay. Uh, but I worked it out, and and you, you, I hope you're sitting down. For uh, I am um, sitting down. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> gritting your teeth. Um, so uh, this had front tow hooks. It had uh, the extended running board. It had the heated side mirrors. It had the. Uh, these are all uh, standard. Right. But then, but then uh, added to it um, was the pro outboard connections uh electrical connections so that gives you what uh electrical oh, connections you, in the bed gives you to both 240 and 120 wow uh and usb you know it's everything um so you can charge you can charge your phone and run your electric dryer <laughs> <laughs> you could with and you could put the dryer in the bed this also had the really cool power tailgate okay and I have to tell you, I think it's like heated seats. Once you've had one, you don't want to not have one. Yep. Uh, so that was uh, that was uh, part of it. Now, uh, bed liner. Yes, that's that's an accessory. Most almost everything I'm going to mention is an accessory. Um, the uh, they didn't have the crossbed storage toolbox. This was completely uh, open uh, tailgate, or rather, uh, bed, just because you want to put stuff in it, which okay. I did not do. Okay. And the reason I didn't is because it's the electric pickup with pure torque. Okay. And and I'll just <laughs> tell you right now, it's a ninety-eight. This is the ninety-eight kilowatt battery. It's two hundred and thirty mile range, which is great. Do you think that's enough for a truck if you get into towing and things like that? You can get the optional battery, which gives you three hundred and twenty. Okay. Now I drove this thing hard and a lot. Okay. Um, and I only had to really charge it up once. Um, with a with a level three charger, how is that? I I haven't. I don't think I've ever used a level f- three. It's charger. terrific. Okay. It's it's <laughs> once you find one, yeah. Don't tell anybody else about it, um, because I was able to charge it from fifty percent to eighty five percent in one hour. Wow, fifty percent 
to 85%. That's pretty, so that's pretty. I great. was able to add basically about a hundred miles, hundred and no, about 120, 130 miles. Okay. Um, which is pretty convenient. I was at the dentist's office, I, you know, and <laughs> for the your, time I was in. Does your dentist have a, uh, a charging the, station? No, but the, the Safeway grocery store next to the dentist's office has one. Wow. Okay. Uh, now, it does – some of these chargers do have a service fee and all of that. And I actually calculated it with the service fee and the electricity, which is three times the household rate. Um, it still averaged – Per mile, about the equivalent of three dollars a gallon for gas. Okay, you no, know, and that's the worst case. Right. Okay. Uh, dual zone uh, temperature control, three hundred and sixty degree camera. We talked about that a little earlier in the show, which is really great. Um, Twelve inch screen. Um, this is the intelligent cruise control. Actually, they like to call it. Uh, almost like autopilot, but it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's still level two, level three automation. Okay. Um, rain sensing wipers, which is great. Uh, heated seats, heated steering wheel. Um, entertainment system is first rate. Uh, this had actually serious uh, XM in it. Sync, really easily to use. Um, hotspot connects, uh, connects up to 10 devices. Wow. Okay. So you could so, not only run your house power wise, you could also connect it, it to the br- internet. Bring the family. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so the packages, and I just want to briefly run that. Well, let me tell you about driving it first. Yeah. Um, it is incredibly quiet. It's incredibly smooth. And in all surfaces, or on all surfaces, um, and it's incredibly fast. Okay. <laughs> this this is a roughly the equivalent of a car with eight hundred horsepower. Wow. Um, it zero. To, I mean, it is the you know the fantastic throw you in the back seat. You know hang on hard acceleration this 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 thing scared my passengers <laughs> quite <laughs> it's a bit something which, to get used to if you've never driven an electric is. car it is a this truck. this was this was uh you know maniacal uh fast so that's great fun of course you're using the electricity um uh, it, of course, has the Max Tow package. The uh, uh, Ford Copilot is what they call their intelligent uh, system. Whatever. Cruise yeah. Cruise. yeah just, um, they had the tow technology package. Um, naturally. How, I, I wonder how these things are towing because I've read some things that they're, they can tow, but they <laughs> use the battery like crazy. Well, you would have to because, you know, all that work is requiring power. Yeah. And the power is draining the battery really fast. Just like, you know, if you're, if you're running your, your cell phone and constantly on the Internet for five or six hours, your battery will go dead. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's what you're doing. But uh, we we need to get a chance to tow something someday to to really check these out. Um, anyway, uh, 
How much does this cost? Well, uh, how much does this cost, <laughs> Les Jackson? What are you going to charge me for okay, this? Okay, the base price. This was the XLT version, by the way, which is the second, most, just second most, up. But from, probably the most popular trim. Most level, popular, uh, but it's F1 only 50. second up from the base. Okay. Uh, the, so the base MSRP uh, for the XLT is fifty nine four seventy four. Okay. Okay. All the options. $10,345. Now, when you say options, what kind of stuff? Like that was heated seats? All the stuff. Things? Okay. Yeah, all the stuff I mentioned. It's one big package. Okay. That is which is a 9700 And then the, you, the added money was for the, you know, a special hitch and a couple other things. And by the way, the 120 volt plug in your house uh, cord is $500 oh, extra. Okay. Which, frankly, you don't. It'd be great to have in a in a pinch, but I did calculate it would take ninety hours to charge it. Wow! So uh, the price was. So the price with destination seventeen hundred ninety five was seventy one thousand six hundred fourteen. There you go. I think that's about what they're going to trade for. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, a lot of money, but uh, you heck know, of a truck. Heck of uh, a truck, and it's based I, on an F one fifty. Did a lot of people think it was a regular F one fifty? Yeah, they did. But the people saw lightning, and they went, "That's the electric one. Is that as good as it seems?" And, <laughs> you know, actually, it is. Actually, it's better. Yeah, cool stuff. Yeah. Cool stuff. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening to Cruise Control. Don't forget to check us out all over the web at YouTube, Facebook, and the rest. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We are going to see you down the road. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.